The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We have arrived at Friday, and believe it or not, the Christmas season is winding down. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, January 6th, 2023. In many parts of the world, this is celebrated as the Epiphany, and the United States will celebrate it this Sunday. So, it's Friday of the second week of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Andre Bisset, born in 1845. At the age of 25, he applied for entrance into the Congregation of Holy Cross. He was given the humble job of doorkeeper at Notre Dame College in Montreal with additional duties as sacristan, laundry worker, and messenger. He said, when I joined this community, the superiors showed me the door, and I remained for 40 years. He spent much of the night on his knees. When he heard someone was ill, he visited to bring cheer and to pray with the person. When an epidemic broke out at a nearby college, Andre volunteered to nurse. Now, for many years, the Holy Cross authorities wanted to buy land on Mount Royal. Brother Andre and others climbed the steep hill and planted medals of St. Joseph. Suddenly, the owners yielded. Andre collected $200 to build a small chapel and uh, began receiving visitors there. The chapel grew. By 1931, there were gleaming walls, but money ran out. Put a statue of St. Joseph in the middle, he said. If he wants a roof over his head, he'll get it. The magnificent oratory on Mount Royal took 50 years to build, and Brother Andre died at 92. He was buried at the oratory. St. Andre Bisset, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh, Jesus, I come before you at the beginning of this day. I gaze at your face. I look upon your side, pierced by the lance. Your wounded heart speaks to me of God's love poured out for us. Take, Lord, and receive my heart, the words of faith that I speak, the works of justice I would do, my joys and sufferings. When I come to the Eucharistic table, gather my offerings to your own for the life of the world. At the end of the day, place me with Mary, your mother, and for her sake, take me to your heart. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that educators may be credible witnesses teaching fraternity rather than competition and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. The final part of the Gospel for today's Feast of the Epiphany which, of course, is not celebrated today in all countries, but in most countries, I think, we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany here on the 6th. In some places it's moved to the Sunday. 
But that final part of the Gospel reads like this, talking about the Magi following the star. And there in front of them was the star they had seen rising. It went forward and halted over the place where the child was. The sight of the star filled them with delight. And going into the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and falling to their knees, they did him homage. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. But they were warned in a dream not to go back to Herod and returned to their own country by a different way. Well, imagine these three wise men, or kings, or magi, as they're also known. And they've journeyed to Bethlehem from some unknown country, hundreds and hundreds of of kilometers away from Bethlehem. Perhaps the journey has even taken them months to complete. But when they get to Bethlehem, we see that they did not come empty-handed, but they had these exotic and very expensive gifts to offer to Jesus. We're told they're opening their treasures. They offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Gifts directly for Jesus, offered to the little infant Jesus. So we could say today is the day when finally Jesus gets his birthday presents. Of course, you, Jesus, were too young to say thank you. But we can imagine Joseph and Mary saying, Toda Rabbah in Hebrew, thank you very much to the three wise men. They are so grateful. They would have been filled with gratitude also hearing the story of their long, long journey and thinking these men have been so good and so generous as to come all this way. But not only that, but they've been so thoughtful as to bring these very expensive gifts, the gold, frankincense and myrrh, which are very expensive items. Now, today, the Epiphany, sadly, marks the end of the 12 days of celebration of Christmas. And we could ask ourselves, looking at at Our Lady and St. Joseph and their gratitude to the kings, am I grateful, am I aware of the things that had been done for me over this Christmas? Am I really grateful and do I, and do I express my gratitude? Recently, uh, a mother was telling me about her son, her young son, who had written a, a thank you letter to Santa Claus. And I must say, when I heard that, I was filled with a bit of guilt because it never occurred to me to ever write a thank you letter to Santa. Certainly, we all send letters telling Santa what we want for Christmas, but then we get them, hopefully. But where's the thank you letter? So I was very, I was very um, impressed by that, but also a little bit guilty because I had never sent thank you letters to Santa Claus. But thinking of, for example, the maybe lovely Christmas meals that we have received Christmas Day and over this this period in general, are, am I grateful for that? Here in this country, in Ireland, we have a custom on today's feast of um, of allowing the, the ladies, the women of the houses, to have their own special feast, their own special meal. It's called Women's Christmas or Little Christmas. 
and uh, the women are supposed to be able to take a break after all the hard work. I'm not sure if the tradition is that the men do the cooking, because in truth, I can I can't see that being much of a reason for celebration in in most households. But anyway, be that as it may, today is supposed to be a day of of rest, and also thank you to the ladies. Now, am I conscious also of what God Himself has done for me, especially in this great gift? the gift of Jesus himself, who is a very personal gift from God to you. We all, and I think we all agree, there's nothing nicer than receiving a gift wrapped up. And you maybe slowly unwrap the gift. You, you perhaps there's a ribbon there. You untie the ribbon, lovely wrapping paper. Perhaps there's a box inside. And, and there's a certain excitement in the unwrapping of the gift. But, of course, what really matters is what is inside the gift itself. And then the lovely ribbon, the paper, the box are discarded and you stay with the gift. You treasure the gift that is yours and you keep it for yourself. Well, something similar happens with Christmas. We're now, as it were, as it were putting away the wrapping paper, the ribbon, the paper, the box, the Christmas songs, the lights, the Christmas tree, the food. They're being kind of packaged away or put away for another year. But it's not that everything is over because we are left with our treasure, Jesus. Am I, are you, really aware of this precious gift? But of course, recently we've all been thinking of our beloved late Pope Benedict who in his way also was a great gift from God for the church. And once he was meeting as Pope with a group of Italian schoolboys and girls who were making their first Holy Communion. And one of them asked him if he remembered his own first Holy Communion Day. And this is what he answered. Of course I remember my first Communion Day very well. It was a lovely Sunday in March 1936. 69 years ago. It was a sunny day. The church looked very beautiful. There was music. There were so many beautiful things that I remember. But at the heart of my joyful and beautiful memories is this one. I understood that Jesus had entered my heart. He had actually visited me. And with Jesus, God himself was with me. And I realized that this is a gift of love that is truly worth more than the other things that life can give. There's a great lesson for us in that, I think, in the sense that even this young little Joseph Ratzinger, who's nine years old at the time, that he's, he's, he, he loves the sight of the, the beautiful church, the music, the sunny Sunday, the excitement, all these things. But he's very aware of what's at the heart of all this, and that was that Jesus was entering his heart. In other words, he wasn't ex excessively distracted by the rapping, the the music, the church, his, maybe his, his uh, First Holy Communion outfit, maybe the money he was given. They, they didn't distract him too much. He was still very aware what's at the core of this. And you and I, well, it would be good that now that we're putting away that wrapping paper, we would remember it's not over. We have been given this 
gift, Jesus. Jesus has entered our hearts. Also, Ratzinger says that that uh, he realized that that uh, a new stage in his life was beginning. And he says, I was nine years old and I, I knew that it was henceforth important to stay faithful to that encounter, that to, to that communion. I promised the Lord as best I could, I always want to stay with you. And I prayed to him, but above all, stay with me. Quite, quite something, quite a prayer. Let's remember that these days that we, when we've packaged away things, but we are left with this great gift that Jesus has given us. And let's also ask Jesus, perhaps you, Lord, help me also to be very grateful to others for the things that they have done for me during this Christmas season. Mary and Joseph fill my heart with gratitude for what so many people have done for me to make this Christmas special for me. But above all, make me grateful to God for the great gift that he has given to me in Jesus. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My mother, Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my father and lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Friday of the second week of Christmas. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The day begins now, the liturgical day, that is. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Come then, let us bow down and worship. Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, 
For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Lord, in your anger, do not punish me. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, do do not punish me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick, spent, and utterly crushed. I cry aloud in anguish of heart. Oh, Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light is gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plod against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon abandon me, for for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O Lord, my God, my Savior. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I I confess confess my my guilt guilt to you, Lord. Lord. Do not abandon me, 
for you are my Savior. Sing to the Lord and bless His name. Proclaim His saving love day after day. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased, upon whom I have put my spirit. He shall bring forth justice to the nations, not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoldering wick he shall not quench, until he establishes justice on the earth. The coastlands will wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spreads out the earth with its crops, who gives breath to its people and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you for the victory of justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out prisoners from confinement and from the dungeon, those who live in darkness. I am the Lord. This is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. The Word of the Lord. This is my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom I take delight. All All nations nations will hope in his name. My spirit will rest upon him, and he will teach the nations the meaning of justice. All nations will hope in his name. From a sermon by St. Gregory of Nazianzus, Bishop. Christ is bathed in light. Let us also be bathed in light. Christ is baptized. Let us also go down with him and rise with him. John is baptizing when Jesus draws near. Perhaps he comes to sanctify his baptism, baptizer. Certainly he comes to bury sinful humanity in the waters. He comes to sanctify the Jordan for our sake and in readiness for us. He who is spirit and flesh comes to begin a new creation through the spirit and water. The Baptists protests. Jesus insists. Then John says, I ought to be baptized by you. He is the lamp in the presence of the sun, the voice in the presence of the 
word, the friend, in the presence of the bridegroom, the greatest of all born of women, in the presence of the firstborn of all creation, the one who left in his mother's womb in the presence of him who was adored in the womb, the forerunner and the future forerunner, in the presence of him who has come, already come, and is to come again. I ought to be baptized by you. We should also add, and for you. For John is to be baptized in blood, washed clean like Peter, not only by the washing of his feet. Jesus rises from the waters. The world rises with him. The heavens like paradise with his flaming sword, closed by Adam for himself and his descendants, are rent open. The Spirit comes to him as to an equal, bearing witness to his Godhead. A voice bears witness to him from heaven, his place of origin. The Spirit descends in bodily form, like the dove that so long ago announced the ending of the flood, and so gives honor to the body that is one with God. Today, let us do honor to Christ's baptism and celebrate this feast in holiness. Be cleansed entirely and continue to be cleansed. Nothing gives us such pleasure, nothing gives such pleasure to God as the conversion and salvation of men, for whom his every word and every revelation exists. He wants you to become a living force for all mankind, lights shining in the world. You are to be radiant lights as you stand beside Christ, the great light, bathed in the glory of him who is the light of heaven. You are to enjoy more and more the pure and dazzling light of the Trinity, as now you have received, though not in its fullness, a ray of its splendor proceeding from the one God in Christ Jesus our Lord, to whom be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Today the heavens opened, and the waters of the sea became sweet and fragrant. The earth rejoiced, the mountains and hills exulted. Because Christ was baptized by John in the Jordan. What has happened that the sea has been put to flight, and the Jordan has turned back upon itself? Because Christ was baptized by John in the Jordan. Let us pray. Cast your kindly light upon your faithful, Lord, we pray, and with the splendor of your glory set their hearts ever aflame that they may never cease to acknowledge their Savior and may truly hold fast to Him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's Gospel in just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's Friday, January 6th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we witness the baptism of the Lord, which will celebrate in its fullness on Monday. It's from the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark. John the baptizer preached, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. Thou art my beloved Son. With thee I am well pleased. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. This is the traditional day for the celebration of the Epiphany. In the United States, we'll celebrate it this Sunday, but we want to at least begin to follow the Magi. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Afterwards, in obedience to the voice of the angel, the kings returned to their own country by another way, the evangelist tells us. What joy those men must have had in their hearts to the end of their days, having seen the child and his mother. In these outstanding travelers, we see thousands of souls from all over the earth setting out to adore our Lord. Twenty centuries have gone by since that first adoration, and this long procession of the Gentile world continues to make its way to Christ. Through this feast, the Church proclaims the manifestation of Jesus to all mankind of all times, with no distinction of race or nation. He instituted the new covenant in his blood, calling together a people among the Jews and Gentiles who will be drawn into unity and will constitute the new people of God. The Feast of the Epiphany moves all the faithful to share the concerns and labors of the church, which prays and works at the same time so that the entire world may be incorporated into the people of God, the body of the Lord, and the temple of the Holy Spirit. We can be among those who, being in the world in the midst of temporal activities, have seen the star of a calling from God, carrying with us this interior light, the result of speaking with Jesus each day. Because of this, we feel the need to help those who are undecided or ignorant to come closer to our Lord and purify their lives. The Epiphany is the Feast of Faith and of the Apostolate of Faith, Those who have already reached the faith and those who are on the path to finding it share alike in this feast. They participate, giving thanks for the gift of faith, as did the kings who, filled with gratitude, knelt before the child. The church, more aware each year of the vastness of her mission, participates in the feast. How many people there are still who have to be brought to the faith? How many have to be brought back to the faith they have lost? This at times is more difficult than the first conversion to the faith. 
The church, however, aware of the great gift of the incarnation of God, cannot pause, can never stop. She has to seek continually the way to Bethlehem for all men and for all times. The Epiphany is the feast of God's challenge. The Epiphany reminds us that we should use every available means to bring our friends, relatives, and colleagues close to Jesus. This may begin by lending someone a book of sound doctrine, by giving to others encouraging words which help them to start on their way, by speaking to an acquaintance of the need for spiritual formation. When we finish our prayer today, we don't ask these holy kings to give us gold, frankincense, or myrrh. It seems more natural to ask them to teach us the way which leads to Christ so that every day we can take him our own gold, our own incense, our own myrrh. Let us also ask the Mother of God, who is our Mother, to prepare for us the way that leads to the fullness of love. Most sweet heart of Mary, prepare a safe way. Her sweetheart knows the surest path on which to find Christ. The three kings had their star. We have Mary, Stella Maris, Stella Orientis, star of the sea, star of the east. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, 
and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him, where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exalt in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost by gashes. 
He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. O praise praise the the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. A reading from the book of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the lowly, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord. The Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord Lord has has made made known. Alleluia, alleluia. His saving power. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. He came through blood and water, Jesus Christ our Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to to give give his people knowledge of salvation by by the the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, 
and and will will be forever. Amen. He came through blood and water, Jesus Christ our Lord. The Word of God existed before the creation of the universe, yet was born among us in time. We praise and worship Him as we cry out in joy. Let the earth ring out with joy, for you have come. You are the unending Word of God who flooded the world with joy at your birth. Fill us with joy by the continuous gift of your life. Let Let the the earth earth ring out with joy, for you have come. You saved us and by your birth reveal to us the covenant faithfulness of the Lord. Help us to be faithful to the promises of our baptism. Let Let the the earth earth ring out out with joy, for you have come. You are King of heaven and earth who sent messengers to announce peace to all. Let our lives be filled with your peace. Let the earth earth ring ring out with joy, for you have come. You are the true vine that brings forth the fruit of life. Make us branches of the vine, bearing much fruit. Let the earth ring out with joy, for you have come. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Cast your kindly light upon your faithful, Lord, we pray, and with the splendor of your glory set their hearts ever aflame that they may never cease to acknowledge their Savior and may truly hold fast to Him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. We're heading into the final weekend of the Christmas season. Morning Air is coming up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.